Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome back to Pull Up a Stump, Surviving and Thriving Life Nowadays. I am your host, Cassie. And today, I first off just want to say thank you so much for coming back. Um, thank you so much for the support on the past um, episodes. And this is really something I'm enjoying and I am getting the reviews and the vibes that y'all are enjoying enjoying it as well. So um, just want to, you know, coming into this Canadian Thanksgiving season, just give thanks to all of you who tune in on the regular, who have subscribed, who have shared, who have given me reviews and given me personal feedback. I am so, so, so thankful um, of how this podcast has gone. It, I'm just blown away, blown away. Um, and so, yeah, just thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Express gratitude. Very, very important part of um, becoming who you want to be. And you guys all deserve all the gratitude in the world. For all the haters that are watching and doing it too, thanks for that because you guys are bumping up my views. <laughs> um, but anyway, there's a little... But, but anyway, today we're going to talk about something that is very near and dear to my heart. And we're going to talk about taking back the power after, you know, you have survived an abuser, whatever that is, sexual, physical, emotional, mental, whatever that is. Um, abuse comes in many, many forms and, you know, taking back the power from our abusers or taking back from the power from, um, trauma or something that you've been through that, that took your power. Okay. And I mean, I'm not just talking out of my ass on this one. I have been through a lot of abuse and trauma, which, um, really gives me, uh, some, some credibility to talk about this, but, um, and I'm going to share a very personal story in here, um, about actually a decently recent, um, episode that I had myself in regards to this, but we're going to just, yeah, we're going to talk about that because I truly believe, and, um, it's kind of in, like, you can't really say no to it. The thing that like when you survive an abusive relationship or when you survive a trauma or anything like that, I mean, a lot of things happen to us, right? We, we build walls, we make boundaries, we shut down, we, you know, develop an eating disorder, we develop an addiction, we close ourselves in, maybe become depressed, we, you know, whatever it is, um, a lot of different things happen to a person when you go through and grow through and survive um, abuse or trauma. But one of the the like the main thing really when you look at the root of these little side effects of things that have happened like the things that I just mentioned the real root what we're talking about here is power this person this situation this whatever has taken your power away from you you no longer have the power um that you had before, you know, you're triggered by certain things or, you know, this person especially, you know, has made you feel worthless, has made you feel, um, scared to, um, verbalize, you know, pr things that are wrong. This person has made you feel like you were bottom of the barrel. This person, um, uh, may have taken something from you 
because they know it's going to hurt you. You know, they've taken your house, your home, your kids, your, you know, they've ruined your job. They, they took your car. I, I don't know. Like they, they've taken something from you and that's it. That's a power thing on their end. Right. It's especially when we're dealing with narcissists, um, they will, that like, that's their thing, right? It's power. They want to be, they want to seem powerful because they're fucking powerless and they want to seem powerful. So they will, they will try to do everything in their power to one, hide their fucking truth and their story, but also to keep you, um, below them or in, in, in their control. And so they will hit you where it hurts and steal something or some things or whatever away from you. Um, and I just want to, yeah, that like digging down and regaining that power, you know, this can be put into surviving an eating disorder, getting that power back on having control over your food. Um, you know, whether that's you eat too much or too little, um, you know, gaining that power back in the bedroom, if you have been raped or molested and that person took your power in the bedroom, um, somebody who, you know, used your kids against you, and now you've lost power, you know, to make the calls or maybe you've lost custody or maybe they've um, brainwashed this child to think that someone else is the parent or that they, you know, hate you or whatever, like parental alienation, all that kind of stuff. Getting back that power in, you know, fighting for them or, or regaining that status in that child's life, whatever it is, or this person, you know, regaining the power of, you know, you've survived a rollover in a bus or something and you have fear to get on that bus and it, you know, presents as PTSD. And so regaining that power, um, being able to get on a fucking bus and like show that bus that it's your bitch, <laughs> you know? And I think that that is the ultimate fuck you to any abuser or abuse or trauma that you've been through to be able to look that thing, person situation in the face and just be like, fuck you. You have no control over me anymore. I have, I'm over it, you know, like fuck you. And that we're just, yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna deep dive into that. Um, you know, me, myself, this last year I've done weekly therapy sessions. Let's, <laughs> It's been, it's been fun. Um, but I've done weekly therapy sessions and in that I have been, um, actually diagnosed with PTSD or PTSD like behaviors. Um, and from some of the various abuses and traumas I've been through. And I've also learned a lot about, um, and been able to like, yeah, regain my power. And, you know, one of the situations, like how I said, where I'm going to share, um, a situation that I actually personally went through and I actually through my, so if you look at my social media and that, um, it's actually really taking a turn recently, um, where it's really gaining into, you know, digging into this kind of stuff and showing women that, you know, you're powerful fucking beings and, um, don't let anybody take that from you, you know, and just really empowering women and sharing my story in that it's, it's, I've been able to wrap my head around the fact that like, 
I haven't been through what I've been through and I haven't survived and I haven't and I don't go through what I go through on the daily to have just been through it or gone through it. I realize that um it's kind of my superpower to have gone through and survived what I have and I have the ability to share that and share where I've been and share where I'm going and inspire women mainly because it's who watches my stuff. If there's men that watch it, that's fantastic. But when I look at my analytics, it's all mainly women, um, you know, women all over the world to really step into that power, step into their femininity, their masculinity, and just be a powerful fucking being. And, um, but yeah, one thing that I've realized is that I do have this gift and it's a traumatic gift that I've been given, but I have it and I'm going to, and I'm going to run with it. So, you know, one of the things it was actually last, not last year, year, I guess. So it would have been what freaking year is it right now? It's about to be 2023. So it was in 2021, kind of before my life really took a a turn, (laughs) very big turn of events that have snowballed into other turn of events that have snowballed into, um, very big things, but, um, in particular, so just to show you, because this, oh yeah, this is where I was going with this. So I've been, I've actually met and talked to multiple people, um, that have reached out to me since sharing my stuff and being more open on my social media and that about my specific story and that, Um, that have shared, like, I've been through that, or this happened to me, and, um, you know, very similar stories. And so when I talk about this, know that you're not alone. And if you are, or you have gone through something like this, know that you're not alone. Because it, it happens, I think, more times than we like to talk about, because it's embarrassing. Like, when this happened to me, what I'm about to tell you, I was so ashamed. And I was so sad. And I was so mad at myself and I felt like a terrible mother. I felt like a terrible person. I, it was really a low, low point in my life. Um, but you know, it happened. Nobody got like immediately hurt and I grew from it and I healed it and I dealt with it. And now like (laughs) I'm, you know, even more powerful than I was before. But anyway, so way back, it was like the summer in 20 or like spring, summer, 2021. And, um, I actually, this was kind of the tipping point that, um, my sobriety was very much broken and something happened that triggered me. So I was staying at a friend's house. We're kind we're still friends, but not like super close, but anyway, I was staying in a friend's house and, um, yeah, my, my daughter was there and everything and it was my week with her and I was looking out the window and there was a man who was standing outside the house. I was like doing dishes and that, and there was a man that was kind of like hanging outside of the house and I had noticed him there for you know, a while I kept coming, you know, putting, getting more water for the kids or like, you know, whatever. Um, 
there was like seven people in the house at the time, but it like, you know, so I was like getting, so there was more kids. This is kind of what I'm getting at. So, you know, I was always at the sink, getting more water, putting dishes away or grabbing this. So I kept seeing this man out this kitchen window and he was just kind of hanging around on like the side of the street and hanging around and wasn't going away. And he looked very, very similar to the man who raped me when I was a child. Um, I haven't seen this man since I was like 11, but when that kind of thing happens to you, that person is engraved in your brain. Um, and this man looked so similar and it's like, I knew in my head, like I had, I remember even like talking to myself in my head and being like, that's not him. Like this man does not know where you live. I don't even know if this man's still alive. You know, I'm last I heard he lives in Alberta somewhere, you know, like, and I was able to like tell myself that, but I didn't believe it and it made me fucking spiral. Like, and I, I, all of a sudden I was like scared that it was him. He knew where I was. Now he knows where my daughter is. Like, it was just a huge thing. And being unhealed from that trauma and having still having no power, like my power in that aspect was still gone. Um... I was able, like, I just spiraled and I drank and because, you know, that was my thing for my entire life. Like I, alcohol was my crutch. Like that was my thing. Like that was what I was taught since I was like 11, since I was a kid. Like I used to see it as my mom, even before I used to engage in drinking myself as like a really young child. But like I said, I've been drinking since, or I was drinking since I was like 11. Um, but it's like, I was always taught just from like what I saw in my mom and then myself engaging in it that like alcohol was the thing you run to to like make yourself feel better, you know, and that's just what I had to deal with. And I mean, luckily I'm over it, but you know, at the time, so I was in an extreme anxiety attack and I was almost to the point of like a panic attack and I was just like, oh my God. And I just remember like grabbing my daughter and just like being afraid. And then of course, then she was kind of like, what? Like, cause they, they feed off of you. Right. And she was like, oh my God, what's going on? And you know, it was just, it was terrible. And I went into a full on fucking anxiety panic spiral. I drank, um, and I just like collapsed. Um, I did, I didn't like, yes, I drank, but I didn't like drink myself into the collapse. I think looking back on it and talking to my therapist about it, it was like my body just fucking shut down. And so I like collapsed. And then like my friend there, you know, she like came back cause she was gone. There was like other people in the house, other adults, other kids and that, but, um, she came back and, you know, we had a whole big discussion and like her husband was there and that. And I was like, this is what happened. Like, I'm so fucking sorry. Like this is what happened. She's been through shit herself. And so, you know, she called us my support person at the time and encouraged me to like, she's got, she's going to hold down the fort, like go be with your support person. Um, and luckily my support person was sober. And so like the drinking didn't continue, but, and I was able to calm down, but it was like, like that was such a moment where I realized like looking back on it, I didn't realize it at the time that that's what was going on. But after this year of therapy, um, I've been able to look back on realize that like that happened because I, my power was gone. That person, that 
vision of that man, even though it wasn't him, but it was just like another man that looked like him still held so much power on me like 20 years later. That's 20 years. This happened when I was nine. I'm 29 in March, you know? And it's like 20 years of realizing that that power was stripped of me when I was eight. Well, I guess, yeah, eight years old was the first time it happened. So, yeah. And he still had that so much, like, that much power over me. And that's what caused me to spiral, drink, panic attack, anxiety attack, like all that stuff. And thankfully I've been able to work through that. And, you know, but like, that just goes to show like, that's how, like, will I ever see this man again in my life? Probably not. You know, I haven't seen him since he, well, actually he moved out of our house when I was like 10 because he was my mom's roommate. And then um, I saw him on the bus one time in like junior high and he didn't know who I was or anything, but I saw him. And uh, so I haven't seen him since I was like that young, but, and I probably will never see him again. And, you know, but it's like, it's still when you've gone through something that traumatic, you relinquish and just lose this power. And so, you know, the ultimate fuck you in that situation, whether I see him again in my life or not, is to be able to gain that power back. And it's actually kind of funny, not funny, but funny, that I was actually put in a situation, how long ago was that? It was like the spring of this, no, like early summer of this year. And I was at work and there was a man who came in for a haircut and he looked <laughs> very fucking similar. And the last that I knew was that this man that did it to me when I was a kid lives probably closer to here than he did where I thought I saw him in BC, you know? So, and so I saw this man come in and for like a split second, I was like, oh my God. And I kind of felt it for like a second. And then I realized that through the work in my truck like with my therapist and that like he didn't have that power over me anymore this man came in he looked similar I was like Ugh! and then I was like you know what that no all of a sudden I felt my heart rate go back down I was able to walk past this man you know his where he was sitting at his station I had to walk past to get to my station to work on my clients I walked past him no problem I was in the same room with him for however long his haircut was for no problem and I didn't spiral I didn't drink I didn't panic I didn't have anxiety and it's because I regained that power through a lot of you know my therapist for example one of the things that she does with me is in these situations I have to just repeat and repeat and repeat and repeat and repeat and repeat um the traumatic experience over and over and over again and by speaking it and running it through my head and then I sit there and she asks me what level are you at right now and I say like an eight and then you know we run through it a few more times and then what level are you at and by speaking it and talking about it and not holding it in anymore and actually like putting it into words and feeling the feeling that I'm feeling in my body whether it's a raised heartbeat or goosebumps or you know butterflies in the stomach or I'm getting flush or whatever 
feeling the physical response that I have in regards to verbalizing the traumatic experience has released the, the hold it's had on me. And I, it's like when you verbalize it and then you feel the physical response, when you're then put in the situation with, you know, the person or whatever, and you start to feel those things, you're able to grab hold of it and like run yourself, like dial yourself back, you know? And then that's, you have the power again because you recognize, okay, well, I'm a little bit triggered here. My heart's starting to race or, oh, my palms just got sweaty or I got goosebumps or, oh, I can feel myself blushing or whatever, like flush in the face. Okay. Recognized it. Okay. Harnessing it. Okay. Pulling it back. And there's your power. Power isn't always, you know, because especially when we're dealing with like abusers, we may never actually physically see them again, you know? And that's something that we just get to live with what they've done to us, but we may not ever actually see this person again to be able to like stand right in their face and be like, fuck you. You took everything from me and I fucking built myself back and you don't know who you're dealing with anymore. And you have no power over me anymore. You know, sometimes we don't get to do that, but being able to control yourself and save yourself from like a spiral or a trigger or something that's power. And, you know, when we're talking about regaining power out of trauma or abuse, we do have to realize, like, maybe redefine tr uh, power to ourselves. And their power comes in many forms. And that's, you know, like I said, saving yourself from a spiral or being able to be in the same room as someone and not, you know, lose your shit or, like, curb stomp them or fucking spit on them. Or, like, you know, being able to freaking, you know, not um, grab for the drug, the alcohol, the addiction, or being able, you know, th that's all power. And being able to recognize that and take that control of your own self is such a powerful thing. And I think that to truly heal from abuse, abusers, trauma, whatever, that is like the biggest step to healing because yeah, I mean, we can stop being fearful of the dark. We can stop being fearful of like, you know, walking alone on a subway at night. We can stop being fearful and like needing to make sure that, you know, check all the locks in your house before you go to bed or like, you know, all this kind of stuff. But to fully feel the power over the situation and realize that you've taken that back from them or that person or that situation, you know? Um, you know, like, for example, I read an article on the survivors from uh, 9-11. Terrible, terrible situation. And so many people were impacted by that. You know, even people that, like, were working around the Twin Towers, like, and they were kind of in, like, the... Uh, what is it like the wave of destruction of it or like the people that survived it or like you know all that they, there was so many survivors or like people around it that talked about you know they haven't gone into like a, a skyscraper or like a built like a tall building because even just getting in an elevator or even just getting into that building is so 
traumatic because that experience took the power from them. It took the power to be able to be confident and fine walking into a building that is taller than three stories because they went through that, you know, or like people, like it was just insane. You hear these people that haven't gone into, yeah, like a, an apartment building for like 10 years and think about how many buildings you go into, even like you go to a doctor's office or like something that are taller than like three stories. Like your world just got a lot smaller or, you know, they can't even go. Like there was this one woman that was talking about it. She, she can't even go like downtown because being like surrounded by tall buildings is so triggering to her. And so she did a lot of work kind of along the same lines as what my therapist and I do or did that working through the experience itself, um, verbalizing it, recognizing your physical triggers that are happening when you're talking about it and gaining power over the physical response, which then gains your power over the whole experience. And like, yeah, imagine how much smaller your world is as someone who, you know, can't go and do something or be around a certain person or is fearful to like leave your house in fear of seeing this person or whatever, um, or who like never gets to fucking see their kids again because this person used them against you or never gets to, you know, go and do this experience that you love to do. Like you never go fucking horseback riding anymore because your ex and you used to go horseback riding all the time and he took that power because that's it. You know, on that situation, on one trip, you guys got in this huge fight and he fucking gaslit the shit out of you and, you know, hurt you. And then now all of a sudden, it's it's all connected. And a lot of the time, one of the other things that helped me really heal from specifically my abuse from someone because like I've been I have a lot of triggers and trauma like that aren't necessarily from the hands of someone but I do have you know I've had literally a boyfriend break into my house and break my throat with a freaking crowbar you know and for a long time I was terrified of the basement because he broke into you know and or I have had people steal people from me that you know I <laughs> take people friends family you know from me on lies and manipulated someone to believe that, you know, that's the truth and whatever. Or I have had people physically sexually abuse me, you know, it's so one of the things that I really helped me was because when you feel so powerless, like you're going through the, like that situation that happened where I saw the guy outside the window, I felt so powerless and I just felt like a like a failure. I'm like, this happened to you 20 fucking years ago. You're seeing a guy outside a window that you know is not him, yet you still are triggered to the point where you just drank and you had a full-blown panic attack, full-blown anxiety attack. Like, this is ridiculous. Like, you weak-ass bitch. But what I didn't realize was I'm not fucking weak. I'm traumatized. I have PTSD. I survived something that some people aren't as freaking lucky to survive. And it is something that I haven't healed in me yet. I'm not weak. I'm not healed. And I had to realize that a lot of the time, <laughs> these people that are abusing us 
are weak, powerless individuals. And they find a power within themselves by stealing power from you. You know, like, it's like those keyboard warriors or that, or that person that will talk shit to you but not look you in the face. Or, you know, people that will manipulate, lie, and use other people to get to you because they realize that their words are running out of fucking value. Um, so they'll try to, you know, round up other people and turn them against you because, like, you're, you can look at them and be like, dude, you're a fucking loser. But then they're going to try and turn other people against you because that's like, you know, where, where it'll hurt, where it'll hit. And so when you realize that, like, when you're feeling that powerless in that situation, because, you know, you're, something is happening to you, you're having a trigger, realize that just by realizing that you're having a trigger and realizing that this is something that needs to be worked on or healed through, you are 10 times more powerful than your, than your abuser. Because that person just is a sad excuse for a human. And they just, you know, or even like, ugh, I shared this thing on my Instagram and it's like, Oh, it was so long ago. I can't even remember exactly what it is, but it's like, you know, and then the people that are, because it's like, you can be so sad that this person seemingly has all these people around them that believe the story or whatever. And it's like, no, no, no. Those people are just as fucking pathetic as your abuser because they, you know, they're just as bad by proxy. Like, it's like you you are so unhealed or something's wrong with you or maybe you're just a shit human being. Then other than that, you guys are fucking six peas in a pod. But it's like, you're so much more powerful than all these people because for anybody to like latch on to an abuser, like even, you know, it happens to us, right? For us to have at one point latched on to the abuser, you know, you fall in love with, a person who beats you or, or is a narcissist or, you know, uses things against you. Like we, it's sad. We've been there. A lot of women have, or men, but you know, it's just like, it happens, but it's because there's a part of you that is unhealed or a part of you that needs to be worked on because it's like now, you know, these people that once had access to me, they couldn't fucking touch me with a hundred foot pole now. Because it's like, I'm so healed, I'm so past that, I'm so much stronger, and my power is back, that, like, I can recognize your fucking toxicity, narcissism, and, like, shit human beingness from 10 million miles away. And these people that you're sad that they're all, like, joined in with the freaking abuser, like, they need some healing themselves. Because nobody in their right mind, like, actually sees this person as a decent human being, you know, and once they probably worked through it or healed it or, or, you know, realized that they have some shit too, you know, they'd probably see it as well. I mean, yes, there is those people that just are just terrible human beings and they go really well together. And, you know, that's why you have like groups of bullies or groups of, you know, that, but like these people are just big old bullies and eventually people grow up. Eventually people move on. Eventually people heal things, move on to things, succeed in things and realize like, no, you're just a fucking loser bully, dude. Like you're worthless. <laughs> Keep trying what you're doing, but I've, I've stepped into my power. I've healed and 
like you're lucky you had access to me when you did because now like you're no more worthful or worth than the fucking gum on the sidewalk. <laughs> like it's so funny. My therapist and I were, you know, dealing with a a specific issue, person issue, whatever. And I'm like, God, this person is such like was such a piece of shit to me. Like, and they held so much power over me for so long and I didn't fucking see it. And it's like, and I'd be like, this is, it was so frustrating because looking back, there was so many people in my life that saw it and they, they were like, what are you doing? Like they saw it from a million miles away. And I had so many people like warn me and be like, you need to like get this in check now because this person is about to fucking take you for everything that you are. Like I could totally see it. These people are saying, right. And I'm like, I'm just fucking blind to it in a way. Like, it's like, I did know, but I, I didn't have the power to walk away or get the proper things in place or whatever. Right. And so I'm telling my therapist, I'm like, Oh God, this person is such a fucking piece of shit. And she's like, no, Cassie shit has worth. Shit turns into fertilizer and can, like, do good things. This person is vomit. There's no use for fucking vomit. Nobody wants vomit. Vomit cannot be turned into anything productive. It cannot be used for anything. It cannot be used to, like, when when there's vomit, it goes in the fucking trash. Like, it, there's nothing, you know? This person, this situation, this traumatic experience is just vomit, in your life. And you know what you do with vomit? You clean it up. You get better why you just threw up. And you move on. And it goes in the trash. It gets taken away by the garbage man. And you never fucking see it again. Whereas shit, you know, there's a worth to it. And I was like, dang, like, <laughs> that's a really good analogy. Like, these things in my life that I feel so powerless to her or has held such a, a hold over me for so long and has like made me do things, become a person and all this that I wasn't proud of is just vomit. And all we need to do is clean up the fucking vomit, throw it in a garbage bag, throw it in the trash bin and heal your uneasy gut or whatever, why you just threw up, you know, and then work on staying healthy that you don't ever throw up again in that direction. So, you know, and when we're sitting there and we're puking our guts out and this and that, yeah, you feel pretty powerless. You're like, oh my God, you're sitting there like hung over the toilet, but it's, you'll get better. You know, you'll drink the, the orange juice, take the gravel, you'll get better. And then you're going to not put yourself in a situation where you feel sick to the point of throwing up again and you're never going to vomit. And then, you know, same thing. You're going to heal. You're going to get better. You're going to do what you need to do, therapy, work, whatever it is, to heal past this thing, this vomit of a thing in your life. And never fucking put yourself in a situation where you're around that again. And that is power. That is power. Being able to rid yourself of the vomit that is this person, place, thing, trauma, abuser, whatever. Throw it in a garbage bin. Let the garbage man take it away. And never put yourself in a situation where you're around that again. You know? And that's the ultimate, like, fuck you to abuse and trauma. When we can literally say 
it holds, you hold, it holds, they hold no power over you anymore. Because that's what they took. They took your power. You, and it's, it's sad and it's whatever, however long it, it happened. Like, for example, mine was 20 years. I didn't realize how much power that man still had over me. But it's like when you like gain that, whether you get to look this person in the face or not, whether whatever, it's it's a big ol' fuck you. And let me tell you, when you are able to do that and feel that and say that, it is such a good feeling. Like that feeling when that guy came in the salon and looked like that and it had held, like I didn't even feel triggered past like two seconds. It was such an empowering feeling and realizing like, you know, then for example, you go on and do things with your life that you always wanted to do, but you were held back because of the lack of power over the situation. And then you go on and you, you know, take that vacation you've always wanted to do, or you get your fucking kids back, or you get to buy that, that house with your own fucking name on it, or you get to have complete control over your finances again, or you, you can be on a bus or you can see that person, or you have to deal with that, like whatever, maybe this person's in your life forever. For some reason, maybe you have like, yeah, kids with this person or this person's in your family or this person's your parent or like whatever. And you have to see this person all the time. Um, you know, and you're in a situation where normally you would be, you know, having sweaty palms, anxiety, whatever, and you're, or you're completely avoiding the situation or it sends you into a spiral of depression or whatever. And you're able to be in this and do these things with your life that when you were still unhealed, you couldn't do. And then you do them. And then you sit back and you look and you're like, oh my good Lord. Like I couldn't have done that if I still had not regained the power. And that's what healing is, is regaining power. Whether it's like physical, you know, you physically get stronger because you healed your fucking broken leg. Well, you're going to heal your broken psyche, your broken freaking thing that makes you addicted to something, you know, like you're going to heal. And healing is regaining power. And that is the biggest fuck you to anything, anybody that has ever put you in a situation where they took your fucking power. And there's some pretty gnarly situations out there. I've, I've lived through them where like you look at this and you're like, and it's like when you get through this and then you look back and you're like, holy, like, I can't believe that I put myself through that or that I went through that or like, I can't believe that somebody would do that to somebody. Like, what? Or I can't believe like, I can't believe I went through that and, you know, I'm on the other end. And when you finally gain that, power like you know I'm I deal with dozens and dozens of women in my coaching where as I'm an online fitness and health coach and I do a lot of lifestyle coaching in itself but it you know I deal with these women that have lost their power 
mainly physically because that's the main aspect of my job, but we deal with traumas and triggers and shit, you know, like for the example, like last week I had like a freaking like two hour meeting with my one client digging into her anxiety and where it comes from because then it stemmed into her inability to go work out and her inability to, you know, feel like she was making the right shots when it came to buying healthy food. Like it's just a whole thing of anxiety. So then we deal with the root cause of the anxiety and how to get better. And then that transforms into how to get better physically, mentally, spiritually, whatever. And I deal with so many of these women that have, lost their power one way or another. And when you see that, that healing and that click, it is so amazing. And then all of a sudden they come back and they're like, Oh my God, coach Cassie, like I freaking like, I went to the grocery store today and I didn't walk down those aisles that, you know, were full of the junk food. Like it's something simple like that, but that power that they have over it now is so great. Or it's like these women that come to me and they're like, Oh, my ex, like baby daddy or my ex-husband or whatever used to make me feel like such a sack of shit. And you know, that really like, you know, he really hurt me mentally by like telling me that I was like worthless or not worthy of this or like I was no good like no better than just being like a fucking mom and like you know whatever or like my you know I have one woman who (laughs) you know very relatable but um you know she lost her kids for a bit because he convinced her that like she was fucking nuts and you know but really it was just a lot of unhealed trauma but when you're you're in such a state of unhealed trauma And you can make yourself fucking feel nuts. Trust me, I went through it. Um, And, you know, and then she's like, I just got my fucking kids back. And now, you know, she's such a powerful, like, role model for her children. And that's all the things that happen. Like, and it's just such a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful thing. And I know you can feel so lost when you're in the state of no power. But, like, I'm telling you, like, that activity of speaking the situation into the world and freaking taking ownership of what you're feeling, your physical response. And it's like a site, like it's like a subconscious connection that you make between the two and being able to like gain power over that and re like regulate yourself or whatever it is. You will feel like a whole new woman and one day you'll be able to look this situation, this person, whatever in the face and just laugh when they fucking try to treat you the same way that they used to treat you. Or they think that you're still that like manip- easily manipulated, like broken little wounded bird when meanwhile you're a fucking eagle and if they do anything, you're going to like fly down and rip their fucking head off. Like good luck and just sit there and laugh in their face and be like, you <laughs> You think that's still going to work? Like, you think you still have that power? You think you can still talk to me like that? You think that I'm still scared of those threats? You think I'm still, like, what? Like, you're a fucking, oh, it's just, it's hilarious. It's actually hilarious. And, like, when you can find humor (laughs) in your old thing, that's uh, even, even better. But, um, you know, that takes some time and a lot of healing, but, um, you know, it's just, it's hilarious when like, you know, you can walk up, if you're that, uh, that survivor, you walk up to that skyscraper 
and just laugh at the fact that like this building used to hold so much power over you and now you just walk in there and you get shit done and you just laugh at it and be like oh man like this inanimate object just used to hold so much power and you just sit there and laugh or this person you know like just laugh like really like you think that still works? You think I'm still afraid? You think I still think those things about myself? Like, you think I'm still that same person? Wow. Well, it's nice to see that you're still that same person. You've done absolutely nothing with your life besides, like, grab more people and get them into the fucking black hole vortex that is you. But um, it's not me anymore, so <laughs> peace out, motherfucker. And I just, I hope that, I hope that you don't feel alone in that feeling. And I hope that you one day feel what I just told, because trust me, when you find and you get that power back and it's just like a something that you, it like, it like changes you like on a cellular fucking level where you just become this powerful being, you know, it's like when you put on that great outfit and you just feel like a badass and it, you just kind of like it just like rubs off in every part of your day after that it like gives you confidence like you know you look banging like whatever it's that same kind of thing where but it's like legitimately your personality now so it just rubs off in everything like all of a sudden any situation you go into or like anybody you meet or like dating or you know how you parent your children or how you you know like fucking deal with, I don't know, co-parenting or like anything. It just rubs off into every aspect of that. And soon enough, like I said, like a year later, two years later, three years later, you're going to look and be like, wow, like it's so great and it's so powerful. And everybody is capable of that, that has been through abuse or trauma. You are capable of it. And I didn't know that for a long time. Trust me, I let my abuse and my trauma, like, run my fucking life. For years, it ran my life. It ran how the type of men I allowed in my life. It allowed everything. Like, it controlled how I had sex. It controlled how I viewed myself. It controlled how I went after my goals and aspirations. It controlled um, right down to, like, when I became a parent to my daughter. You know, like, I didn't have the backbone that I should have had. And, you know, I, all that kind of stuff because I was so broken and bruised and just unhealed that it like, but you're capable of it because now I'm at a point where I can sit here and make this podcast and tell you about all this. Whereas like, and it's from firsthand experience and it's not, like I'm a hundred percent a different person. And I look at like, you know, I just, I'm working right now on my five-year plan and where my life is going to look. And it's not at all what I would have thought like two years ago, looking at my five years ahead. Like you're, you, you're all, you are capable of it. You are so much more powerful than you give yourself credit for, whether because that's been stolen from you or it's just been something that's been ingrained from you, like from a baby or just, you know, you are capable of being the woman that you want to fucking be. You are capable of being a strong, untouchable, unbeatable fucking woman. You are capable 
and worthy of being that role model for your children that you needed when you were the abused, broken, traumatic, like trauma-induced self. You are, you're capable of it and you're so worthy and you are going to get there. You're not alone. There's so many of us. And to the, it's not like every day I walk around and every day is peachy keen. Like, fuck, I still get triggered. I still have bad days. I still go through things on the daily that, you know, are not great. But it freaking how I've dealt with it because I've regained my power on my in my own like core soul affects how I'm able to recover from these situations and you know, avoid them or whatever. You know, when people try to talk to me in this tone, instead of like getting, you know, before I would shake and like, oh, fuck, you know, and be like scared to say anything. Now people talk to me in a tone or they say something like, yeah, you better fucking watch your mouth. Like, you don't know who you're talking to. And I suggest you take a step back before you fucking find out. <laughs> you know, and it's just that persona, that power. And you're capable of getting there, I promise. It's scary, it's lonely, and it's sad living in that world with no power. But redefining the power, refinding your power, and becoming that woman is one of the most beautiful gifts you can ever give yourself. Like, and you, you're worthy of it. I promise. I promise. You just have to do a little bit of work. And soon enough, you will have all the fucking power in the world. And it's a beautiful, beautiful time. I thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. Um, and yeah, I really hope that you found some worth in that and that you realize that you're, you're worthy of so much more than what you're going through right now. And you're going through it right now. It doesn't mean you're going to be going through it forever. You feel powerless right now but you're not going to feel powerless forever okay I love and appreciate every single one of you <sighs> even the haters and um, don't forget move your body drink your water do your positive affirmations and go regain your fucking power you powerful beautiful badass beesh <laughs> I will talk to you guys next week. Thanks. Bye.